This is Radio on the Go, keeping you informed with news breaks every hour throughout the day, plus free anytime at RadioOnTheGo.com. New Year's resolutions. We all make statements proclaiming things we'd like to improve in the new year. Hi, this is Tessa Haller with First Bank Campton. If you made a resolution to raise your credit score, we can help. We offer CreditSense, a free credit monitoring feature with online and mobile banking. You can view your credit score, check your credit report, and read tips on how to improve your credit. There's even an option to monitor any changes made to your credit report. The first resolution is to know where you stand, and with CreditSense, you'll be off to a great start. First Bank Campton is a member FDIC. Welcome to the First Bank Hampton Newsmaker Program. Newsmaker is an informative local broadcast presented Monday through Friday on 104.9 KLMJ with interviews available in their entirety online at RadioOnTheGo.com. Each day, newsmakers from Hampton, Franklin County, and around the broadcast area visit with Radio On The Go about events, meetings, public policy, and issues affecting our area. And now, here's today's Newsmaker Program presented by First Bank Hampton, home of Nestegg. Today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program is Belmont Clemmy Superintendent Dr. Dan Frazier. We'll discuss several topics including the recently signed into law First Student Act by Governor Kim Reynolds. Radio On The Go will have an opposing view on this topic during tomorrow's Newsmaker program. We start out asking Dr. Frazier about how this school year has been going so far. We're having one of our best years in a long time. We've got Students' morale is high and staff morale is high, and we've been doing very well. The pandemic is well behind us, and that created a lot of stressors on a lot of people. And feeling pretty good about things. Student achievement is on the rise, and feel like we're having a lot of success right now. Our jazz band is one of the very best in the state and will is a likely favorite to compete for the state title. Our esports team came off a state championship in the fall. One topic I wanted to ask you about around this is your enrollment. How has it been looking this year compared to maybe last year? We've had remarkably stable enrollment for about five years, but we took a significant hit this October. It's going to cost us significant amount of money. It's going to cost us a quarter million dollars. And so we're going to have to make some tough budget decisions going forward. You know, we're funded on a per pupil basis. And when we lose that kind of money, why then it means you have to change services and education. And complicating that further is the fact that we're in an inflationary economy. We've got skyrocketing prices. Every person that's contributing toward a family knows that times are hard for purchasing power. And uh, yet the state legislature last year and this year is only giving us two and a half percent when inflation is running about eight, nine, ten percent. And that's a cut in education funding, in fact. You can't grow a program or develop your program when you're back just to make ends meet. How does this all tie in with what the governor signed into law, Students First Act, how is that going to play out? This is going to be devastating for small rural schools, and there's two factors at play here. First off, there was a massive income tax cut. Now, before that, there was a massive property tax cut, which we supported, by the way. There was a push to reduce property taxes in the state of Iowa and shift funding from local property tax to state sources. Well, when the legislators, the governor, bragged about all the money they put into education, it sounded like they were putting all new money into education. Well, no, they weren't. It was a shell game, and they were taking money out of our property taxes and giving us state income tax instead. But that wasn't a lot of new money for public schools. Well, now they've made our public schools very reliant on state sources of income. Consequently, we need that money and the support from the state. Well, the state last year in legislature just 
passed a massive tax cut. That's going to be the equivalent of $1.7 billion in lost state revenue over the next four years. Then on top of that, they're going to take $350 million out of public schools and provide it to private schools. Well, that's $2 billion out of a $9 billion state budget, and education makes up 60% of that. And you can see that the numbers are not there to support public schools in the state of Iowa in the near future. With all this in mind, you've been uh, having your building projects, too. Where does that stand? We've completed our four-phase project. We've spent several million dollars in our local facilities funds. We uh, had been squirreling that away. We've been saving up for a big project, and we've taken our old high school that was built in 1962, and we've given it a complete makeover, makeover extreme. We've got all our classrooms have been remodeled. Our hallways have been all redone, new lockers, new tile on the walls, and then we've also gone through and done a number of special areas. We gutted our instrumental and vocal music classrooms, expanded them because those programs are so popular and so good, added those classrooms, plus we gave them extra practice spaces outside the classrooms and extra storage space, along with a brand new entrance to the auditorium that lets people into the performance area for the music program as well. We've added a couple new classrooms, we've remodeled the office area. It's looking like a whole new building after more than 50 years. Another topic I wanted to broach with you while we had you here was the situation with guns in school and different things that have been happening around it. Your thoughts as we stand today? I'm appalled that we're still talking about school shootings. I mean, there's been a lot of talk about we need to make some changes. We need to take some steps. Ten years ago, there was the Sandy Hook shooting. There was a lot of talk about students gunned down in the classrooms. And then there was the shooting in Uvalde last year, and a lot of people were talking about, well, it came in through a back door, and all we need to do is put in better doors. And everybody forgets the fact that at Sandy Hook, they had one of the more secure buildings in the nation, and it was a case of the shooter went in by shooting out glass windows. And doors were of no factor in that shooting. And we're dumping a lot of money into security, but we're not addressing the real problem. And there's been a lot of people, I know there's some arguments out there about this is not a gun problem, this is a mental health problem. And yet, as a state in Iowa, we put very little money. We have not made significant changes to improve mental health services in Iowa. I tell you, for the last five years, the belmont Clemmy Board of Education has made their number one priority not funding for Iowa's public schools, which we desperately need, but better funding for Iowa's mental health services. The school, the finance situation and everything, as you see it right now, as this continues as we move forward, what's going to happen like with a lot of the districts? Are, we, are they just going to fade away? I've always thought that small schools were to succumb because there weren't enough students as there's been such a dramatic shift in student populations schools are shrinking but i now no longer believe that i think the real problem is going to be we cannot find teachers to stay accredited the war on public education there are political factors that have decided to wage war on public schools and i was public schools that have served our state for so long so proudly there was a time when i was public schools were considered the very best in the nation a while back when the federal government was putting out quarters 25 cent pieces 
where each quarter was supposed to represent one state, and each state had to pick out a symbol of the state. The state of Iowa, our symbol was our public school, a small one-room schoolhouse representing the pride we have in public education. Right now, in the Iowa legislature, that pride is gone. Iowa's public schools are under attack. They're defunding public schools. They're taking resources away from public schools. Right now, young people no longer want to go into this profession. We've got a severe shortage. There were hundreds of jobs, hundreds of teaching jobs left unfilled this school year, and it looks like it's going to get worse. I really think we're going to lose schools just because we will not be able to put teachers in the classrooms. All right. Well, our thanks to Dr. Dan Frazier, today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker Program. First Bank Hampton's Newsmaker Program can be heard every Monday through Friday on 104.9 FM following KLMJ's News at Noon. To hear today's conversation in its entirety, visit RadioOnTheGo.com, click Newsmaker under the News tab. Podcast listeners can follow Newsmaker and listen to other broadcasts on demand by subscribing to the Radio On The Go podcast for free on iTunes and Stitcher. Thanks for listening to today's Newsmaker Program presented by your friends at First Bank Hampton, home of Nesteg. Hi, this is Eric Reichertz with First Bank Hampton. If you're an agricultural producer, I'd like to extend a personal invite to our annual Ag Outlook meeting on Friday, February 3rd. We have Chad Hart with Iowa State coming to speak about the economic outlook of your crops, Andrew Pritchard, meteorologist with Nutrient Ag Solutions, talking about the upcoming growing season, and Doug Johnson, Ag Strategist, coming to speak this year on industry disruptors and marketing techniques. The meeting will be held in the basement of First Bank Hampton beginning at 9 and ending with a catered meal from Rustic Brew around noon. If you'd like to join us for the Ag Outlook meeting, please call First Bank Hampton at 641-456-4793 to make your reservation. First Bank Hampton is a member FDIC. A winning combination. KLMJ Radio on the go and the Brownfield Network.